God is good all the time. All the time. Amen. Ah. Amen, somebody. Let us pray. Thank you, God, for this time of worship. Where we could come into this sanctuary, oh God, and lift up our holy hands, lift up our voices to you who are a holy and everlasting God. We bless you right now, God, for this opportunity that we may stand before your people and preach your word. So now, God, remind us that it is the flowers that fade, but it is your word that will stand forever. And so it is in the name of Jesus, we ask that you would hide us behind the cross, that you would put us on the decrease, that you may increase in us, that the people may hear you through us. It's in the name of Jesus that we ask these things. And all the people said, Amen. 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 Bless God. You have heard the reading of the scripture this morning and that Deacon Phil read for our hearing. I believe that this is probably a familiar story, a familiar text to so many of us. This morning, we draw your attention to this text because it is a text that serves to enlighten us to look on how God can use anything and make it more than enough. <laughs> I'm helping somebody already. Also, we want you to know somebody in the house this morning needs to understand that it ain't over until God says it's over. <laughs> because we want you to look for more from God in 2024. In case you are not aware or you did not recall, your pastors are not great promoters of the name it and claim it theology. For we understand that some things that we name or we claim are not of God, Amen. neither are they from God. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But, 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 but we want to talk with you more specifically today from the perspective of how to look for more in 2024. Uh, that is how to look beyond what we see to what God sees. Uh -huh, that's, that, that's the thought. We need to look to look beyond what we can see, what, what we see in our natural vision to what God sees. Uh, and undoubtedly, God sees a whole lot more than we could ever see. Amen. Somebody. I believe Isaiah the prophet said it uh, best back in Isaiah 46 uh, verses 9 and 10 where he lets us know that God knows the end from the beginning. 
Uh, you see often in this scripture, this scripture that was read for you, the scriptures that were up on the monitors, the scriptures that our brothers and sisters got to see on, uh, on our social media, we often concentrate, I think I'm right, on the part of the story where it looks like the woman doesn't know what to do in her circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she thinks that now that her God-fearing husband has died and she doesn't have any money, that there's no way possible for her to get any money and it seems impossible for her to pay her bills. Am I, am I right? Did I get that uh, from the text? Did anybody else see that uh, in the word? And so let me ask the question, have you ever felt like uh, that you were in the predicament uh, that this woman in the text is in where, where, where you don't know where the money is going to come from? Uh, 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 uh. I believe many of us have felt like that. Am I right, Pastor Keith? I, I know over at the Browns there have been some times uh, who Jesus. Uh, 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 uh. And, and you know, you know, we, we, we talk about people like the Rockefellers, uh, but have you ever felt like the opposite of the Rockefellers? Uh, the opposite of the Elon Musk in the world. Uh, and we can even throw in our sister uh, Oprah Winfrey out there. So uh, they tell me that by the end of 2023, uh, Brother CJ, that Oprah was worth some $2.8 billion. <laughs> Ever felt the opposite of all of that? It looked like everybody else had more than what they could ever use in 5, 6, 7, 10, 20 lifetimes. But as the text says, the text says that this woman goes to see the man of God, the man Elisha that we talked to you all about last week. You all remember good old Elisha. Elisha uh, 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 was uh, the one who wanted that double portion uh, from Elijah, her, his mentor, uh, his father in the ministry so that he could do more effective ministry. That's right. He wanted that double portion. Huh? And there's no doubt, there's no doubt when you read the text that this woman, this widow is in an economic and emotional and familial and a spiritual crisis. But, but she has the presence of mind, Sister Elaine, to talk to Elisha about her dilemma. You see, sometimes, sometimes we, we get in such a, a, a situation that we don't even know who to talk to. Go ahead. So she tells him, she tells him her, her story. She tells him that those creditors, those, you know, the bill collectors, uh-huh, and we keep ringing her phone and, and calling her up, uh-huh, they, 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 they keep on bothering her. They keep coming to her house, knocking at her door, uh, telling her that they're going to take her babies uh, and put them into slavery because she has a debt that her husband left uh, that she cannot pay, uh, and may I remind you all this morning that this action in, in her day was legal. This practice was legal since the law of Moses permitted debts to be paid off through the enslavement of your relatives. You don't believe me? You find that in Exodus. 
Exodus and in Leviticus where it teaches us uh, that people can, uh, 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 can grab your folks uh, and have them work off your debt. But she goes to the man of God and she says to him, in, in other words, you ought to be able to do something uh, about this. Uh, after all, my husband hung out with you. My, you. my husband learned from you. My husband was a follower of God. My husband, uh, uh, yeah, he, he loved God just like you do. You ought to be able to help me in this. Uh -huh. so you, you, you see, she's looking for more because now uh, she's in one of them funny money situations. Am uh, I uh, 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 speaking something that anybody else in here understands? Uh, 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 you know, she got that, that funny money and uh, she got that strange change right about now. I hope uh, somebody is hearing me. In other words, Sister Leona, uh, her conditions are bad. Um, her feelings are all mixed up and bad. Her circumstances are bad. And, and all this stuff that's really gotten all mixed up and upside down are all bad. In other words, we might say that she tore up from the floor. Up. Uh, her things in her life, in her world, seem some kind of way that's kind of jacked up, as we like to say. Sometimes we felt a little jacked up, amen, church? <laughs> I, I know the saints don't, don't want to claim that sometimes, but, but every now and then life will throw you some of those situations uh, and you just feel jacked up. So here she is, here she is, going to the prophet of God, this man of God, wondering what should she do, uh, wondering how she was going to make it and how she would obtain enough to resolve the situation, but yet she is looking. I, I, I like this lady in the text. I, I, I like her because she's looking beyond what she sees to what she believes God wants her to see by going to the prophet and telling him about her situation. Uh -huh. See, see, but can we tell you something this morning in case you have forgotten that God always has something in store for us. Oh, that's one of the things that we got to love about our God. He always has a ram in the bush. You don't believe Abraham if he didn't have a ram in the bush. He always has a blessing. Somebody needs to remember that this morning. You just look at him with those unwavering eyes of faith so you can receive what God has in store. We don't need the people with that wobbly faith, wishy-washy faith, that sometime in, sometime out kind of faith. We need people with unwavering faith so that we can see what God has for us to see. Right now, right now, we know there's a popular saying that, that goes around. People got it on sweatshirts and t-shirts and they say it all the time. Won't he do it? Yeah, 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 that's what that that's what we say. We know that he will do it. He will bless you even in your mess. He will bless you and keep you when you didn't even know you could be kept. Uh -huh. He will do it. Uh, hasn't he done it before? I, I know in this house there's some witnesses that the Lord has done great work by keeping 
your mess. Uh, 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 and he did it before, and I believe he will do it some more, even in the year of 2024. I, I think that rhymes, Pastor Keith. Uh, I, I don't know, I don't know, but I think if he's done it before, and he can do it some more. Come on, somebody, in 2024. Won't he love you? Won't he love you? Anybody feel the love of God this morning? Uh, won't he bless you? Uh, won't he do things that you thought were impossible? Uh, because this opportunity to look to him uh, is the opportunity of a lifetime. Uh, you don't know that sometime when you're going through. Uh, you don't even understand that it's an opportunity of a lifetime. Uh, a chance for God to send a miracle straight to you. Uh, oh, I hope you all understand that could be a shouting point for somebody this morning. Uh, we want you, uh, my brother and sisters in this house uh, on social media to look for more in 2024. Look for more because God gets verified through our trust in him. Anybody trusted him? Brother Burrell used to say, anybody on Trust Street this morning? We got to look for more because God will use ordinary, plain, old, glim, burning, hangover, our seven people who have that extraordinary faith in him. Look for more because God uses plain, old, ordinary things that we have around us to show us that there is more available to us. Is there a witness in the house? Get yourself ready to come on up here and tell us how the scripture shows us why God has more for us in store. But we must look for more in 2024. Come on, Pastor. Amen. Amen. So as we continue to look through the text, and I won't be long, our story tells us that through the, the spiritual and prophetic eyes of Elisha, uh -huh. he gets to ask a few rhetorical questions. Y'all know I like to ask rhetorical questions as well. So he asked Reverend Swan, first, how can I help you? <laughs> Knowing full well that in the spirit, he already knew how he could help her. Right. People of God, the Lord already has a road map set. Yeah. Yes, a road map of success laid out for us. So that whether we realize it or not, that roadmap is there. And sometimes we all we got to do is just get in alignment with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And we'll find that roadmap. In the words of Stacey Smith, in order to get the abundance, we must be in alignment. That's right. yeah. So then, Brother C.J., here's the second rhetorical question that he asks. He says, what do you have? In your house. It was rhetorical because God directly or indirectly asks us questions in life that he already knows the answers to. It's not to trouble us up. It's not to show that he doesn't know. He already knows. As we would say, he's already in the know because he's all knowing. In the natural, this woman 
believed that she had nothing of use or value that would get her out of her problematic predicament. I felt that way sometimes myself. But we want you to know today that she had the servant of God asking her what he could do to help her. You see, God was already providing her with the ram in the bush that she was looking for. If God had no plans of allowing her to see more in the future, he would have never allowed his prophet to come across her path. And as a result of him coming across her path, she was able to know that God was providing for her. Amen. Amen. How did he do that? He'll strengthen your spiritual eyes and let you look to him. Look to God to meet you at your need right where you are. But, but, but let me hurry up. I, I believe God is directing his prophets mindset here because he asked the woman what's in your house and I believe he did this because he knew he could bring her mind to what she could do to make more out of her lesser situation that is have more faith in the power from God that he represented and then he would let us tell you in the Bible it's full of questions like this. Because it went to Moses and in Exodus 4 and 2, he said, what is that that you have in your hand? Yeah, that's right. uh, and he asked for, Elijah, why are you standing here under this juniper tree? Why, 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 why? God is asking why. He's asking these questions to our benefit, not his. Remember, he's already all-knowing. God wants us to come to grips with the fact that our thoughts are not as high as his thoughts. And his ways are not as high as his ways. And he wants us to understand and to develop and grab the concept that more is waiting for those who wait on God. See it? And are being of good courage. Anybody here of good courage? Are you waiting on God this morning? Are you being in good courage while you're waiting? Because some of us don't know how to wait. Some of us get all angry because God don't come when we call him. He comes on his own time, so we get upset. Yes, yes. And I will be honest, I have gotten upset too. Amen. But God is still a merciful God. Yes, he is Noah's plain old Keith Brown when he gets crazy and starts uh, getting worried and, and looking funny and talking a little bit crazy. I know, see, y'all do that too. I know that. I put it all on me. I know you do it. That's right. Yeah, we, we all human. And so I, I know it's happening. I may not see it, but I know it's there. But we want you to know that more is coming for those who have stored up their faith in God. There is more coming. And just because eyes haven't seen it yet, 
doesn't mean it's not on the way. It doesn't mean it's not on the way. Eyes have not seen everything. Ears haven't heard it all yet. That's why we tell you to get in the spirit of, of a true believer, a true truster, a true receiver. And, and let the Lord continue to bless you. Because your blessing is on the way. For believers, the blessing is on the way. Your miracle is on the way. Your breakthrough is on the way. It's on the way. That's why we got to look for more in this new year. So I want you to look through the clouds of life. I know we got clouds. Look through the mess in our lives. Look through what you don't have to what you do have. That means look past all the negatives and all the flops and all the failures and all the flips in life. Look through all that and receive God's positives. Look for things that you will pick up because these light afflictions, as it says in 2 Corinthians 4 and 17, are only going to last for a little while. And with these afflictions, they are light. So God is going to give us far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. And our light afflictions won't last always. Because God is going to deliver us from them all. That's the word. We like for you to know the word. We, we, yeah. we can jump and holler and scream, but we can tell you what the word is saying. Yeah. When we look for more, we can expect to obtain more from our God. Yeah. No, we're not talking about money will drop out of the sky. Yeah. That's how some preachers want to do it. Yeah. No, 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 we're not going to go that route because we don't believe in that. That's right. No, what we're saying is that when there was lack, that by faith and obedience to God, that when there was lack and through prayer and supplication and through humility and, and the ability to talk to God and give him thanks ahead of time, that we can expect that God will make a way out of nowhere. Let me raise my hand right now because he will and he has made a way. Out of nowhere. I'm a witness this morning. You may not know, believe it when I tell you, but let me tell you, he's made a way many times over. Many times over. And it was out of no seeming way to get ahead. But, but Pastor Keith, and I'm going to hurry up and sit down. In this story, the woman didn't see no way. I'll tell you, right here. But she was looking for a way. How was that? That she didn't see a way, but she was actually looking for a way. Because she was obedient to God's prophet and did what he required her to do. People, God, sometimes God sends some help. He sends it through confirmation through his people, and sometimes we just got to listen and hear what it says. It reminds me of the story with this man who was on a ship where, and you probably have heard it, where he was 
the ship got shipwrecked. Uh -huh. and, and the man was like, oh my God, can you please save my life? Because he was beaten and battered and he, he couldn't see life continuing. And this ship was out there broken. And he, he says, Lord, please, please send me somebody to help me. So another boat comes up and the man sees the boat and, and uh, you know how we can act. We sometimes don't don't see the blessing when it's right in front of us. Go ahead. Man said, can I, can I help you? Can I help you get out? I see you're in trouble. Let me help you get out of there. And the man says, with no humility and, and with arrogance, no thanks. I'm waiting for God to save me. Don't we do it sometimes? Blessing is right there. We can't even see the blessing. This man is right there to help us. So, so man, this man shrugs his shoulder, takes his boat, and goes on about his business. Here comes another boat, bigger than the first one. Can accommodate any survivor that's out there. And, and he says, hey, can I help you today? Can, can I help you? I see you're in trouble. I see you're battered. I see you're bruised. Can I help you? And once again, this man, oh, well, you know, uh, uh, I won't tell you, I'm politely telling you, I'm looking for God to save me. All right, all right. People shrug their shoulders and they run off. Like, we can't help him. Something's wrong with him. Did Keith lose his mind? Did I ever lose her mind? Who, who lost their mind out there? Because somebody not getting the point that God is going to help you. Finally, here comes a helicopter since they lay hovering over. Had the bright lights and the basket that they dumped down into the water and all the things that the long crane that could help lift the man up. The people that knew how to jump down into the thing and, and grab him just right, put him in the back and bring him up. And he has the nerve to say, I don't need no help because I'm waiting for God to save me. All right, well, okay. So as the story goes, this man loses his faith and then, believe it or not, he dies. He's out there in the wreckage. And upon reaching heaven, praise God, he made it to heaven. The man had the opportunity to speak with God briefly. And he said, well, Lord, uh, why did you let me die? And, and why didn't you answer my prayers? And God looked at him and he said, I sent you two boats and a helicopter. What more did you want? Sometimes we need to know that the blessing from God was there and we need to see what God sees instead of what we can see. God will have his servants to come and give you the things that you need. He will send the confirmation in your life. He'll do things that you might not have even thought were that interesting or that important. But when you look at all the goodness that God has laid out for you, you'll be looking for more. 
in 2024. Let me just wrap this up for us for this morning. So as we continue on looking at the text, we see that that woman was going on looking for those empty jars uh, because the prophet had said to her, I want you to go and ask your neighbors, ask your friends to give you some empty jars. You all know the story. Now, now, now how nonsensical uh, did that seem? Uh, you only got a little bit of oil in your house. As a matter of fact, the text says I only have a flask full of oil. So, so, so why do I need to go out and get so many containers uh, for just a little bit of oil? Uh, and can you imagine you all going around to your neighbors uh, knocking on the door. Uh, maybe you might text a few of them and ask them uh, uh, can they bring over some empty jars uh, for you to pour just a, a tiny bit of oil in. Uh, but can I say to you people of God that sometimes we miss our blessing because we view our assignment from God as something that does not make any sense at all. Uh, God, why would I need many jars uh, when I only got a little bit of Oil. God, why do we need so many seats when we only got a few people in the house? God, why will you have to have this, that, and the other thing when we don't have anything, we don't have what we need to fill it? But sometimes God will test our faith. And in the situation, this lady's faith was tested. Elijah told this woman, don't ask for just a few jobs, but I want you to get as many as you can. Oh God, that's some good stuff right there. And by obedience and by faith, she followed the instructions of the man of God. And when we look in the text, verses 5 and 6, it tells us just what happened. Does anybody believe what happened in the Word? The, the Word says that as long as she had jars, the oil flowed and the jars were filled up as we were saying to the tippy top. Oh, but, but I don't want you all to miss this. Don't miss this. You see, Elijah removed himself from the room. The text tells us that when he told her to get the jars, take your sons, go into the house and shut the door behind you. Well, I want you all to understand that Elijah, that mighty man of God, who already had a double anointing, who already had double the power of Elijah, when he stepped out of the room, he did not stand there watching her over her shoulder pour the oil, but he walked out of the room. You all need to get this. He walked out of the room so that the widow would not connect him to the miracle. Oh, God. But can I tell you that she would have to know that it was the hand of God who handed her the increase. Anybody in here got an understanding that it is the hand of God who hands us the increase. RCM2 
even then, in verse number seven in the text, when the pouring was over, the woman went out. I'm sure she was excited. I can see her running now. And she went out to Elijah and told him what had happened. And then the man of God said, good, 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 good. Now, now I want you to go and sell the oil and pay off your debt. And then you and your children can live on what's next. In case you all missed that, that's a shouting point right there. You see, because the widow went from little oil Is anybody believing in the house? 